Thank you for listening to the weekly messages of New Providence Primitive Baptist Church. To subscribe to our podcast, hear other messages, or learn more about us, please visit nppbc.com.
my mom trying to take care of my sister-in-law. I've just been heavy weighted. But you know what I told him? I said, I don't even feel like I can even sing tonight. But you know, let me tell you one thing right now. You let the Lord get a hold of you. run home and be back in 10 minutes. That's, I, I believe that's about like Elijah, wasn't it? When he did outrun uh, uh, the chariot, you know, to tell him the rain was coming. And uh, tonight, uh, I thank God that he's still in the midst. Uh, there's a need that's here tonight. Uh, it's the need for the hearing of the word of God. We're living in a famine in the year 2022. And you say, Dewey, I know the price of groceries have gone up, but you can still buy pretty much everything you need. But I believe it was Amos who said that it come a famine in the land, not for the, for the thirst of water or for bread, but for the hearing of the Word of God. Not many people want the Word of God anymore. Uh, you know, a lot of times people, they... Uh, They'll go their own way and they'll search for peace and happiness in a lot of things and overlook the very thing that's to give life. Hope and pray tonight that everybody's saved here in the house. But God's given me a message tonight that uh, I feel like that uh, never had anything quite this way, but this is the way the Lord's led us. You'll find our text in the Gospel of Mark in the 8th chapter. I'd like to say tonight, I appreciate our church at Shady Grove uh, being here tonight. appreciate all of the churches that's come this whole week and supported us. And, uh, I want to thank the church here at New Providence, how you all uh, treated us with such love and compassion and Every night you've sent us home with snacks and food to eat on the journey home. And I appreciate that. Now, Thomas let his get by the other night. Brother Tommy got his. But Tommy ain't got mine, and he ain't going to get it. I uh, I appreciate that. I do. Uh, The sister came the first night. She said, dude, we just want you to have this because... We know it's a journey home and just a bless you. I appreciate that from the depths of my heart. I want to say this too. Uh, I don't know that I've ever been in a revival where the men have gathered around us and laid their hands upon us for prayer before the service. And that's blessed me. I mean, it has strengthened me. And uh, I believe in the power of prayer. The sincere desire of the heart. And I hope and pray tonight that, uh, that we never get to the place 
that we don't bring our burdens and cast them unto the Lord. Jesus said, cast all of your cares upon him, for he careth for you. So tonight, I encourage you to do that. We'd like to ask everybody that can to stand with us tonight for the reading of the gospel of God in the eighth chapter of the gospel of Mark. And the starting at the 34th verse, and I want to read the remainder of the chapter there. It'd be about five verses and pray that God would help us to bring it out exactly the way that God would have it. I, I tell the church there where I'm at, I ask the Lord to teach me what to say. But Lord, not only teach me what to say, but Lord, teach me how to say it. Not only teach me how to say it, Lord, but teach me where to say it. I don't want to say it if God's not in it. And my prayer to God is, is that the Lord would just send what's needed. And I've, I feel in my heart that he's done that thus far this Amen. week. Amen. People's lives have been restored. I feel like there's been healing in hearts. But there's somebody that's needing the salvation that the Lord has to give. So tonight I pray that God would use this. In the 34th verse, and it reads, And when he had called the people unto him with his disciples. And I want to stop right there before I read the remainder. He called the people. He called everybody. He called the people. This ain't just to the disciples. This is to the people. And I pray tonight that you'll understand that this is for you. And it says, and also he said unto them, whosoever will come after me, let him deny himself and take up his cross and follow me. For whosoever will save his life shall lose it. But whosoever shall lose his life for my sake and the gospels, the same shall save it. For what shall it profit a man if he shall gain the whole world and lose his own soul? Or what shall a man give in exchange for his soul? Whosoever therefore shall be ashamed of me and of my words in this adulterous and sinful generation... Of him also shall the Son of Man be ashamed when he cometh in the glory of his Father with the holy angels. And that's all I want to read. And I pray God would add his blessings tonight to his holy word. And you may be seated. And I I would like to leave a thought with you in the 37th verse where he said, Or what shall a man give in exchange for his soul? And I would like to leave a thought with you. I've never had a thought like this before. The exchange rate. The exchange rate. Now you say, preacher, what, what is exchange rate? Well, the exchange rate is whatever that someone determines it to be. I remember I went to Nicaragua back in 2017 on a mission trip. Whenever we got down there, it was something about this, about this rate. But right before we got off of the bus and everything, the, the man that was leading us, he said, now the exchange rate down here is 30 cents for their dollar. In other words, 
30 cents of our money would buy what a dollar of their money would buy. Now, I don't know how that works and how they come up with that, but somebody in authority, and they figured all this in, decided that that was the exchange rate. Tonight, sometimes you determine what the exchange rate is. Sometimes the greater authority determines what the exchange rate is. The word exchange means to trade. It also means uh, the act of giving one thing in return for another. The act of process or substituting one thing for another. And it also means to part with, give, or transfer in consideration of something received. So uh, tonight... You decide a lot of times what the exchange rate is. Now, Jesus here is saying, What shall a man give in exchange for his soul? And so tonight, I pray that you'll think about this for just a minute. The most important thing that you've got, and 99% of the people give. Less attention to this. The most important thing that anybody has ever received is their soul. But most people don't even consider it. Don't even think about their soul. They're more worried about whether every hair is in place than where they're going to spend eternity. You see, tonight, they don't think about their soul. Now, your soul is worth something. Amen. I mean, it's the most important thing that you've got. Amen. And God tonight breathed in you, and you became a living soul. Amen. But what do you value your soul at? Amen. God has left that with you. Amen. I mean, God has shown us the importance of our soul. The Bible said to commit the keeping our soul unto him as unto a faithful creator. Tonight, I pray that you'll see, amen, what will you exchange your soul for? Most people... Don't even think about it. Amen. But there's an exchange rate. Uh, they are. I mean, there's an exchange rate that you're going to trade it for one way or the other. Huh? I mean, God has given it to you. He's made you a free mortal agent. Joshua said, choose you this day whom ye will serve. But as for me and my house, we will serve the Lord. So tonight, I pray that you'll consider, amen, what your soul is worth. Now, to me, to me, everybody that I'm looking at, your soul is precious to me. Amen. I mean, it is. It's precious to you, Pastor. It's precious to your wife or to your husband. Amen. To your children. Amen. To your parents. How you see tonight. Amen. That's the reason why 
whenever we come gather into this altar, amen, we will come in prayer and supplication for your soul because we value your soul at a great rate. But you see, no matter what I value it at, it's what you value it at. You see, tonight, and what, amen, will you sell your soul for? You see, an exchange is a transaction, an exchange rate. I read in the scriptures, amen, about the time that Jacob and Esau, and the Bible said that Jacob, amen, he was a simple man, and he was a tiller. And Esau, he was a man that went out and hunt, a man that a lot of people, amen, in the day that we live, do the very same thing. You see, tonight, God, amen, has set before you life and death. He said, therefore, choose life. And the Bible said that Esau came in and Jacob was there and he had cooked some pottage, amen, and sod, amen. And the Bible said that Esau come to him and said, give me and that to eat for I perish with hunger. Amen. Esau was, amen, to that point. He said, I'm to the point of death. And the Bible said that Jacob looked at him and he said, sell me this day thy birthright. Amen. And Esau said, what good is my birthright to me for I perish with hunger. And the Bible said, Jacob said, swear unto me this day that you sold me your birthright. And the Bible said that Esau swear and sold his birthright. And Jacob gave him, amen, of the part of, of the lentils to give him to eat. And the Bible said that Esau despised his birthright. Now, the word despise means to look, to loathe something, to count it as meaningless, to count it as worthless. That's what the word despise means. And the Bible said that he despised his birthright. You see, there's a lot of people today, amen, they're selling out for the things of this world and they are not considering their soul and where they're going to spend eternity. God being our helper, to me, your soul is valuable. To me. Huh? I mean... Folks, people come to me all the time say, Dewey, will you pray for my son or my daughter? Dewey, I've got a cousin that's lost and he's in the hospital. Amen, I'll pray for their healing. But above that, I'll pray for their soul that it might be saved. Amen, today, friend, how about you? How is it with your soul today? What have you exchanged Amen. What you've got. What are you going to exchange it for? 
You see, you determine that. Huh? Yeah. Yeah. There's a lot of people, they exchange it for a good time. Yeah. Amen. I've got a cousin. I went to him. The Lord laid him upon my heart. We was having revival there at the church. And I went to see him. And we grew up together. He's about two or three years older than I am. And I got to talking to him. And he said, Dewey. He said, he said, I just can't give up marijuana. He said, I've got to have it every day. He said, I just can't give it up. I've got to hang on to it. Amen, friend. Let me ask you a question. Is a 10-minute high worth an eternity in hell? Think about it. What is your soul worth to you? You see, you're exchanging it for heaven. You see, God's made a way out of that. He said, come ye out from among the world and be ye a separate people. God being our helper. Friend, tonight, I read in your hearing, listen to it again. Jesus said, for whosoever shall save his life shall lose it. I mean, you're trusting in the things of the world. I mean, there's people exchanging They're exchanging an eternity in heaven. Amen. For a form and a fashion. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, they're coming to church. Amen. But they've never given their hearts and their life to Jesus Christ. Amen, friend. They get excited about an emotion. Friend, today, search your heart. Amen. When God moves in, I promise you, you will know it. Yeah. I mean, God, he don't want you to lose your soul. Huh? Listen to this. Esau despised. Bible says over here in the book of Hebrews that Esau, when it come time for the blessing, amen, he sought it carefully with tears. Amen, but he found no place of repentance. Friend, today, you can cry tears, crocodile size. But friend, if you don't come in godly sorrow, broken heart with a contrite spirit, amen, in repentance unto God, friend, you'll die lost in your sin and you'll exchange it for an eternity. Friend, don't let that be you. I'll never forget, I've told the church this several times, but I was in revival here several years ago now, about five, six years ago, with a man by the name of Charles Northrop. And, and this, I mean, this, this just touched me and it's always been with me. He got up and he opened up his message with this thought. He said, there ain't no doubt, no doubt there's going to be a lot of people, most people are going to die lost and in hell lift their eyes. 
He said, there ain't no doubt. The Bible says that. And then broad is the way of many there be that go in there. He said, no doubt many's going to die lost. He said, but it don't have to be you. It doesn't have to be you. God has made a way that you can have salvation. Yeah. So many people. Amen. They're going to trade it for a buck deer. Come on. Amen. Yeah. These people would rather see a 10-pound bass, amen, hanging on their wall than they would to go to heaven. Yeah. I mean, they'll spend hours out there on the water. Friend a day. Until you're willing to lose your life for Jesus Christ, you'll die lost in your sins. Jesus said, but whosoever shall lose his life for my sake and the gospels, amen, today. Friend, don't you see? Jesus came and he wants to save you. Amen. You see... I read about Naboth. You know, you are the one that determines the value of your soul. Bible said Jesus spoke. He said, what shall a man give in exchange for his soul? If you gain the whole world and lose your soul, what profit has it been to you? Right. Amen. But the Bible said that Naboth, that he had a vineyard, and it laid hard against the palace there where Ahab lived. And the Bible said that Ahab looked out, and he saw the vineyard of Naboth. And he came to Naboth, and he said, Naboth, he said, the vineyard that you've got here, he said, I want it. He said, here's what I'll do, Naboth. He said, I'll give you a better vineyard than this one. Amen. He said, but I'll trade you that better vineyard for this one. Or if that doesn't seem good to you, you tell me how much you want for it and I'll buy it from you. Amen. Naboth said, nay, Shall I sell a mine inheritance? Glory be unto the Lamb of God. Amen. I've got something that money can't buy. Amen. I ain't going to trade it for anything. I like that song. Amen. The treasures of this world won't mean a thing. Glory unto the Lamb of God. A friend today, it ain't for sale trade. It's mine. God gave it to me. And nobody can take it from me. You say, now, dear, you better be careful there. When you say nobody can take it from you. Friend, I didn't say that. You say, yes, you did. You just said it. All I'm doing is telling you what Jesus told me. Jesus said, my sheep 
hear my voice and I know them and they follow me. And I'll give unto them eternal life and they shall never perish. Amen. And no man shall pluck them out of my hand. For my Father which gave them me is greater than they all and no man is able to pluck them out of my Father's hand. It's mine and nobody can take it. I like that. Huh? Yeah. Amen. You say, how'd you get it, preacher? I exchanged my life when I lost it by giving it to Jesus. Amen. Today, I don't count the things of this world as anything. Whenever I came to Jesus, I gave him everything I was, everything that I ever hoped to be. Amen. My anchor is in Christ Jesus today. You see, but that's what I value my soul at. Now, what do you value yours? Yeah, yeah. Pray tonight that you're not willing to sell it. Amen. Like Esau did. The Bible says over in the book of Isaiah, chapter number 50, verse 1. And it says, you have sold yourself in your iniquities. You've sold yourself. Yeah. For the pleasures of this world. Huh? Amen, preacher. I just can't give it up. Friend, today I wish I could do it for you. But I promise you this much. That if you'll come and you'll give your heart and life to Jesus. I've been looking at that plaque all week. And it says, for whosoever shall call. Upon the name of the Lord shall be saved. Amen tonight. If you will call with a pure heart, a broken heart, earnestly desiring God to save you. Amen. By the authority of the word of God, he will save you. Amen. Amen. The exchange rate. These people selling out their soul. That's right. That's right. Oh, tonight, friend, don't let it be you. You see, while there's breath, there's hope. The Bible says it's once appointed unto man to die, and after this, the judgment. Tonight, friend, as sure as I'm standing here, Judgment is surely coming. They sing a song. Judgment is coming. Surely it is coming. Tonight, tonight I pray, amen, that you'll be like Naboth. And that you'll come and you'll say, amen. You know I like that inheritance. You see, uh, uh, I've been given an inheritance. Bible says uncorruptible, undefiled, and that fadeth not away. Amen. Now, I'm 57 years old, Tommy, and uh, I have yet in the 57 years that I have lived ever have anything 
that I think is as precious today as it was the day that I got it. I'm talking about things. Now, my wife, oh, I love her more today than I did the day we got married. Amen. But I'm talking about things. Huh? Yeah, I remember I bought me a new truck. Oh, I love that truck. I mean, boy, I'd baby that truck. I'd wash that truck. I'd take care of that truck and everything. Do you know what? It got old. Yeah, something else caught my eye. Huh? Yeah. I mean, it all. Hey, it's just like people in the day that we live. Uh, they'll build a new house and 10 years later, uh, honey, don't you think it's time we remodel? Hey, they've come out with some new granite uh, countertops that would look real good. Uh, I mean, we do that, don't we? I mean, uh, let's just tell it like it is. Uh, a friend today, uh, the things of this world will fade away. Uh, but I've got an inheritance. Amen, uncorruptible, undefiled. And that fadeth not away. The first time that I see God sitting upon his throne a million years from now, he'll still be just as precious. Glory unto the Lamb of God. Don't you see, friend? It can't fade away. I exchanged this world for that. Amen. I didn't determine that exchange rate. He did. Yeah. All I done was accepted the rate that he had. Huh? Yeah. You see, a lot of times you get to determine it. But you see tonight, God, the author and the finisher of our faith, the Lord Jesus Christ. Amen. He will determine Nabal said, no, I'm not going to sell it. Uh, Friend, I want to ask you a question. These people that's taken their lives because many different reasons. I just lost a dear preacher brother about two months ago. I don't know all the reasons. He took his life. I don't know why. These people that's getting hooked on drugs. Oh, that bless my heart. Hearing the dear sister last night talking about how she was hooked. Twelve years, I believe. I had to get up every morning and shoot up. And, and man, but you know what she done? She exchanged them needles. Amen. For the lifeline. Huh? Yeah, a friend tonight, she thought the lifeline was in that, but she found him. Amen today, whosoever shall come unto Amen tonight. I like that what Paul said. Amen, when he wrote, he said, nevertheless, the foundation of God's standing sure, having this cell, the Lord knoweth them that are his. I'm his, he's mine, I know it. And above that, he knows it. Glory unto the Lamb of God. Yeah. Friend, what are you going to trade it for? I uh, I want to say this before I say the other. Do you know 
Preacher, a lot of people judge me. Now, friend, I want to tell you about Jesus. The only place that I know of in the scriptures of anything that's already judged is Satan. You say, now, Dewey, how do you know that? Go over there and read in the Gospel of John about chapter 16. And it talks about the spirit of truth coming. And he said he will reprove the world of sin and righteousness and judgment. And then when he talks about judgment, amen, he said of judgment, because the prince of this world is already judged. He's already judged. Amen. Amen. Tonight, friend, but you're not. You see, you've got life tonight. You say, now, preacher, how do you know I'm not already judged? Jesus said, I came not to judge the world, but to save the world. Amen. Tonight, friend, he come that you might have life and that you might have it more abundantly. A friend tonight, of Jesus, he conquered death. The Bible said that he tasted death for every man. The Bible says that he claimed the keys of death and of hell too. The Bible said that he destroyed him that had the power of death, and that is the devil. Amen. He destroyed him. Yeah. Right. Amen. I like that. Yeah. Amen. I mean, Yeah, I hate the devil. Huh? What was it David said? I hate him with a perfect hatred. I despise him. I count him as worthless. Huh? Tonight, friend, don't you see? A lot of people say, now, Dewey, now don't say the word hate. That's such a strong, ugly word. You shouldn't say that. Friend, I hate him. He wanted to deceive me. He wanted to destroy me. He wanted me to sell out. But friend, today through Jesus Christ, I lost my life to him whenever I exchanged my life for eternal life through the blood that was shed on Calvary. You see tonight, the Lord... He's made a way. I pray tonight that you will not exchange now this verse and what it really means. What shall a man give in exchange for his soul? You know, we all going to stand before the Lord. Once appointed on a man to die and after this the judgment. For we must all appear before the judgment seat, that of Christ, give an account for the deeds done. And uh, I know there's different ideals on that, but I'm just telling you what the Word of God says. That's right. Amen. Come on, but when you stand before Him, you're not going to get to determine what the exchange rate is. He does. Why? Because he is the author and the finisher. Amen. And when you stand before him, that's the reason why Jesus said, if a man should gain the whole world 
and lose his soul. I heard today something that just boggled my mind. This Elon Musk, I've been really hearing about him on the news, don't know much about him, but they say he can, he's helped send people to space. You know, he's got all kind of money. He paid billions. I don't mean millions. I mean billions of dollars in just taxes. He's worth billions and billions and billions of dollars. Amen. And he still don't own the world. But if he's not born again, when he stands before the Lord Jesus Christ, you say, now, preacher, how surely... Surely he's got enough money. But the, Jesus said if you should gain the whole world and lose your soul, friend, you're not going to trade the whole world for your soul in that day. Yeah. Yeah, there's a lot of people. I'm going to say this and ask them to come and get a song here in just a second. But there's a lot of people, folks. I've never seen such a perverted time in the day that we're living. Let's just be honest. Huh? Amen. We're, we're living in a day that if you don't use the correct pronoun, amen, you're going to be labeled as such. And, amen. You're going to be a disgrace to the society. Amen. As men identifying as women. Women identify as men. Have people identifying as dogs and as cats. You say, preacher, that ain't happening. You look up the word furries. Amen. And that's exactly what it is. People identify themselves as animals. And you may stand before God. And you may say, but I identified myself as a Christian. The Lord's going to say, I know them that are mine. Amen. Today, friend, he knows them that are his. Determines. You'll not determine on that day. Right now, you've got the opportunity. You must come. Be willing to give everything up. These, these husbands and wives, amen, that are being unfaithful to their mate. And it's went on for years. Yeah, but she doesn't know about it or he doesn't know about it. Friend, it don't matter what they know. Friend, today is what God knows. Friend, today, and you know that you need to repent. Are you going to sell your soul for just a few moments of pleasure? God help us. Your soul means something to me. If it didn't, Tommy, I wouldn't even have bothered to come up here this week. If your soul didn't mean something to me, amen, I'd just go home, shut the book, amen, know I'm saved and ready to go, amen, today, and just wait on the Lord to call me home. Amen, but I read in the scriptures where Jesus said that he came to seek and to save that which was lost. The Bible says, let this mind be in you which is in Christ Jesus. If it was in Christ, it's in us. Come on and get a song. Tonight, 
tonight. Be not deceived. God is not mocked. Whatever you sow, that you're going to reap. If you sow to the flesh, you shall of the flesh reap corruption. But if you sow to the Spirit, you shall of the Spirit reap life everlasting. That good, ain't it? Yeah. You might say, preacher, what's it going to cost me? Friend, you ain't the one that paid the price. Jesus paid the price. He done the work. I mean, you ain't got to do the work. He done it all. So you could be saved. And all he's wanting you to do is to exchange your life. Lose your life from this whole world. You know, I've, I've preached this, and, and I've preached it for years, but used to, when I first started preaching it, brother, I said, heaven means a lot of things to a lot of people. But I said, you know what it means to me? I said, it means a place I ain't got to work no more. That's what I started out saying. Then a few years later, after I'd pastored one or two churches, be there for five or six years, and oh, they become like family. I mean, you love them. When they hurt, you hurt. When they're honored, you rejoice with them. And you have to tell them bye. Oh, it hurts. Then I started saying heaven's going to be a place for me where there'll be no more goodbyes. And I still feel both. But you know, I read over there in the book of Revelations and I see this old world growing more and more corrupt. And I think, how much worse can it get? Oh, it can't get much worse. But friend, it's waxing worse every day. But I read over there in the book of Revelations where it says, There shall in no wise enter into that city anything that maketh a lie, or anything that defileth, or anything that worketh an abomination shall enter into that city. You know, the only place I'm going to have to put up with this mess is right here. I've sold out to Jesus Christ. I've exchanged the life that I had of this world, amen, and I lost my life of this world to gain the life eternal in Christ Jesus. Glory unto, come on, let's stand tonight if you're here and you need to pray, friend. Don't lean upon your understanding. Don't lean upon the things of this world. Trust in Jesus Christ. Tonight, the exchange rate is set for heaven and hell. Yeah. I seen a church sign one time. It says, life has many decisions, but eternity only has two. I like that. Now, friend, it's been set before you right now. 
We're going to ask how I feel led to do this. I don't know that I've ever done this more than once or twice, but I feel led to ask Thomas and Tommy if they would come up and stand up here. And now, I've just said in my message that I, your soul is precious to me. Your soul is precious to these two men. But above that, your soul is most precious to God. Tonight, while they sing a verse of a song, the Lord's speaking to your heart. If you're in the middle, just start moving. They'll move out of your way. Right now, come on, go ahead, brother. Would there be one right now? Search your heart. Be honest with yourself. What is your soul worth to you?